What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by the one and only Wolf De Silva. What's good, fam? Yo, you just like warm my heart. I mean, like I want to have a bigger impact than Cole. That made me feel good. Sorry, you threw me off. I've been in a shit talking mood all day. <laughs> I'm having a good time, and I was expecting some shit talk during that intro or whatever. So when he hit me with the compliment, I was like, oh, "Okay, touche." Boom. Guys, with that being said, what we're going to do today on Podchats is we are going to give you guys an opportunity to ask any sort of question. So if you're new to the Change Out Academy, you're new to our world, every week, if you guys want to come on and ask us a question, you guys can. We have 1,300 students in the Academy, and I would say maybe 10 to 20 of them consistently ask questions yeah, on Podchats. I would say it's an average of 10 to 20, and not even with that, though. It's an average of 10 to 20, show the fuck up. There's an average of like five that always ask fucking questions on a continual basis. Like no matter what, there's times where we have to pull teeth, all right? Just to get some of y'all to fucking step out of your goddamn comfort zone to ask a fucking question. It doesn't even make sense to me. Because my whole thing recently has been like rise and step into your power. I'm going to fucking call y'all out on it. If you're not asking questions and your business is struggling, it's your fucking fault because we will answer them for you. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. You are the fucking problem. It's not your content. It's not your clients. It's not your sales. It's just fucking you. Come here. Fucking come here. Come to fucking Papa B and Papa Cole. Let us fucking help. That being said, Dakota, what's up, dog? How you doing? What's up? I'm having the best fucking day ever. And I want to know something from you two individuals because you've been in this game for like a really long fucking time, right? And we've been talking a lot about how mindset is so important. And I noticed that lately we haven't spoken a lot on morning routines. Like I haven't heard that a lot from you guys. And I've found since I became an, an online coach, that morning routine over a long period of time, it becomes weird. Like at times it'll get like stale what I'm currently doing and it doesn't get me the same benefits that I feel like I got in the past or, you know, my routine changes. So like, you know, trying to find a different time to fucking do it. So I would like to know how your morning routines have developed over time and how you feel like you continually get mindset benefits from them on a daily basis. Okay, so Dakota's asking, how do you guys get your benefits from your morning routine? Why haven't you been talking to them about them? And what do we do to prime our state? So first things first, bro, is I feel like the reason that we don't talk about them is because, or actually two things. It's like beating a dead horse, number one. And number two, it's like a morning routine isn't even... Like, I don't talk about it because I don't talk about brushing my fucking teeth either. Because it's like, it's something that you fucking do every day. It's like, I brush my teeth every day because if I don't, I'm going to have a stanky ass breath. You know, that's a fact. I shower every day because if I don't, I'm a stink. Yeah. So even if I was in the hospital and I was on my deathbed, I would do a routine because I know that the thing that I'm going to have to live with are the thoughts inside of my mind. Yep. And so I refuse to have thoughts inside of my mind that I'm not actively working on. It's like, if you have a car, you need to take it in for a checkup. You got to keep your shit on maintenance. Yes. And with your mind, it's the exact same thing. So like, I don't talk about morning routines almost because it's like, it's like a part of my fucking being. And so that's the first part of the answer. Yo. And like something that you guys might've missed there, because obviously we're laughing a little bit, but why do we not talk about brushing our teeth every day? Because it's the fucking same. Why do I not talk about how I tie my shoes? 
because it's the fucking same. A lot of you guys will start doing a morning routine after a week. You want to change it the fuck up. And then you're looking for another video on another fucking morning routine or another breakdown or another fucking explanation on it. Do the same shit every fucking day without missing and you will succeed. I literally just did a podcast on this called showing the fuck up. You don't need to be the most talented. You don't need to do the fanciest shit. You don't need to be the most rich. You don't have to have the fancy car. You don't have to have the fancy house. You just need to show up every fucking day without missing and you'll see success. This is something that blows my mind because people will start to do a morning routine and then it will work. And then they'll feel like, oh, well, I feel like I'm above this now and they'll stop doing it. And then they'll feel like shit. And then they're like, what do I need to change? Or like, what should I add in to make my routine better? Nothing. Just do the same fucking thing. Meditate, do your affirmations, do your fucking gratefuls, go move your fucking body, drink some water, basic shit. It's the basics that get you to the end game. All right. Yes, you develop new skills. All right. But the basics are what get you to the fucking end game. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm going to jump in. And I want to say that. Can I ask you some direct questions, Dakota? Yes, sir. Are you making the amount of money that you want to be making right now? No, sir. Then fucking do your morning routine on a day-to-day basis. And like the purpose of your morning routine is to prime your mind for success. Yes. And so if the way that you're priming your mind for success is not working, then it's either being more, because like how many of you guys have ever gone to the gym, but you're not actually at the gym. You're doing a shitty workout. You're just like fucking la 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 on your phone, la la la, right? Just kind of doing your thing. Guys, we can do that with our morning routine. We can also do that with our content. We can also do that with our fucking relationship. We can also do that with our eating habits. It's like, like Cole said, it's not about just doing the thing. It's about making sure that you're like fully fucking present in doing the thing. Like when you're doing the morning routine, it's not about like watching the video. Cause like, if you're in my mastermind, I've got like, got you guys doing your videos. It's not about watching the video. It's about like imagining what your fucking life will look like with that video. It's like getting yourself in the place of actually feeling the thing. Like Dakota, when you're writing down, like I make 15 K a month, I make 50, whatever your affirmation is. I make 15 K a month. I make 15 K a month. It's like literally like, it's not just writing it. It's like fucking ugh, getting like hungry for it. Yes. You're just like letting the fucking desire build. And then you're looking at your bank account and you're realizing that you're a fucking peasant and you're not even close to there. And then being like, fuck, let's fucking go. Like, that's like the morning routine. It's like, mm, fucking 15K a month, 15K a month is weak ass fucking 15K a month, stale ass shit. Of course, it's not going to get you in state. The fuck are you doing? It's like going to the gym and fucking you're capable of, you know, lifting heavier weights, but you're doing lighter because you don't like going heavy. What are you fucking talking about? I feel like we could talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. Brian can drill the non-negotiables in your head and I can talk about the 10 before 10 and I can talk about meditation and all this other shit guys but again it doesn't change it's the same things we just get more intentional and then it becomes like a fucking twitch I wake up and the routine is just a twitch just like brushing my teeth is right I don't leave my fucking bathroom without doing that it needs to become that in your life and it needs to happen all the time Brian said every day that means every day Guys, when I went camping, I got up at everyone would get up at like a certain time. And I made sure that whatever time everybody else was getting up, I got up 30 minutes earlier so that I could read my book and meditate. Dakota, do your morning routine this past weekend? Yes. Every single day? Yes. Dope. Did you do it today? Yes. Did you do it yesterday? Yes. I've been doing it like super fucking consistently. I promise. I'm a whole fucking life. Cool. So if you're doing it consistently, now do it intentionally. And if you're doing it intentionally, do it with intensity. You feel me? It's like the, right. our morning calls, like I'm the one I'm going to be successful or not even that just typing it, not saying it. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be successful. 
weak ass fucking low vibration shit. The universe is like, yeah, right. You're the fucking one. You sound like a B-I-S-H. That's the universe. H. That's what he said. Right. But it's like, if you're doing it consistently, then do it intentionally. And if you're doing it intentionally, do it with intensity. Okay. It's like, I can give Matt Butali a program and I can give, I'm not going to talk shit to you actually, but somebody else a program that's not Butali. And it's like, Matt Butali is going to get a lot more out of the program because he's intentional. He's intense when he does the work. Yes. Right. So it's like, like intentionality, intensity, and consistency is, is important. It's like, first we get consistent and then we get intentional. And once we're intentional, then we get intense. Like you got to fucking want it, dude. You got to like, Ugh. that morning routine has got to set you up for the successful life that you imagine. You feel me? Yeah. You got to fucking become 15K Dakota Gower. And you like, you step into that every morning. Watch the fuck out. I'm coming, right? Getting ready for life. Right. Okay. I definitely understand. I think a lot of times what I do personally is I'll do that like fucking Tony Robbins priming thing where he like visualizes instead of writing it down. Cause I always fucking forget my journal. I always forget it. And then I'm like trying to do it on my phone. So it's like not as consistent. So would you guys say that like, you know, doing it a, maybe a little bit differently than what you do is, is still fucking okay. As long as it gets you into state. Oh, yeah. Man. But you're, but pause, I'm going to ca- caveat that yours isn't getting you into state. That's why you're fucking asking me about it. So do it differently. Right. Okay. Like, so right? You- you're like, you're telling me that your routine is stale. So if your routine is fucking stale, obviously it's not working for you. So switch up the way in which you do things. And this is something that we do too. Yeah. Like if it's like, we do it for an extended period of time. And like, I'm like, this doesn't feel right to me anymore. I'm like, I don't change the fact that I do the routine. The routine is non-negotiable, but I change what I do. So as an example, I used to do 3 a.m. sprints. I'm like, those don't, that doesn't align with me anymore. My body's super tight. So now I still do 3 a.m. stretch. It's like still that 10 minutes of activity. And then I do 10 minutes of reading and 10 minutes of meditation. But there's like, there's always a practice, bro. So it's like, you've got to have a practice that primes your mind for success. That's the purpose of a morning routine. And if you do that every day and you set yourself up to win every day, then your days will stack. You'll start to win consistently. And if you start to win consistently, you'll start to feel better overall. And if you start to feel better overall, you're going to start to notice that like, oh, my content's hitting because I'm actually putting out shit that I fuck with. Oh, people are reaching out to me and they're drawn to me because I'm a magnet. I'm not this like low vibration, negative person. I'm like fucking positive, happy, and people can sense it. It's easier for me to sell people because they can tell that I have a solution to their problem versus being a fucking bigger problem in their life. Exactly. Does that okay. make sense? No, it does. I'm going to go all fucking in with this. I think that's the like unlock right there is the intentionality. Cause I feel like last two weeks I was super fucking intentional with it. And I already got to my record month this month, but yeah. like, it's like going down this week and it's cause I'm not fucking intentional. Like I'm like thinking through a fucking being grateful instead of like looking at myself and, you know, being like motherfucker, like let's get grateful right now. You know what I mean? Like totally waking up. Mm-hmm. So, Yo, and I want to talk about something else with this intentional shit for a second, because with this Rise Champion uh, podcast, this Rise Champion live stream that Brian is doing, I'm seeing a lot of y'all follow suit with the I'm the one shit, okay? Which I like, love that mentality. But if you are commenting, saying, preaching, I'm the fucking one, then you better be showing up like it, all right? I'm the one is like a hardcore phrase. I don't know if any of the CT Fletcher's plans are in here. That's like a CT Fletcher coined phrase, all right? Literally used to step onto the fucking mat to deadlift go into the competition behind the stage with all these fucking guys, powerlifters, because he holds three natural powerlifting fucking championships for the strict curl and the fucking deadlift. And literally was like, which one of y'all motherfuckers are coming in second? Because I'm coming in first. You already know number first, number one is guaranteed. So don't be fucking just saying I'm the one every morning when you ain't fucking even third show up. If you're going to write this shit down, you're going to do your morning routine. Like that whole mentality of, well, I'm doing my routine, but I keep forgetting my fucking journal at home. 
I don't know, bro, but uh, millionaires don't forget their shit. They show the fuck up. People who want to make a deep impact don't forget their journal. They show the fuck up. Change the things that you're saying and show up for yourself if you want to make it in this game. Okay, I fucking will. 100%. Good. I fucking will. We're not playing no more. It's time to level the fuck up. Everybody here. Let's go. Okay, thank you, brother. I'll fucking post in the group with my takeaways and show you guys that I'm fucking implementing. I like Let's it. Let's go. I like that. Shit. The wolf come with some tough love. Dude, that CT clutch, the, I'm the one thing. Did I ever tell you that fucking mean CT went back and forth with that? Yeah. So if you guys scroll back on my Instagram, you'll see a photo where I'm leaning over the bench press and I'm looking in the mirror because the I'm the one phrase is like a CT Fletcher thing. So I always thought I'll laugh when you say it because he used to walk in his competitions to do this. And I started to post it on every one of my photos and I tagged his ass. I'm the fucking one. I'm the fucking one. I'm the fucking one. When I did the, my fitness competitions mm. and he started commenting back, nah, bitch, you number two. And that's when he first followed me on social media. All right. Like fucking five, six years ago. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Was like the that's relationship cool. with CT. So guys, like, it's not something you say. It's something you believe in your fucking soul on a deeper level. Don't just say it because we're going to see through it. Show the fuck up. Let's go. Matt Butali. What's good, fam? What's happening, boys? Appreciate y'all for having me on here. I got a three piece for y'all. Okay. First things first, business wise. How long do you work on a project? How long do you give yourself in terms of like a time limit, time constraint to work on a project? I know you do 20 minute intervals and like that works the best. I do it too. But in general, how much project. total time, the project, project, eBooks, you know, eBook backend work to develop a system, you know, how long do you give yourself in terms of a total deadline, start to finish using 20 minute intervals as work times? So I feel like you're talking about three different things. It depends on the scenario, obviously. An ebook, you could sit down and get it all done in one setting. A system is going to take a prolonged period of time because you're going to need to be able to build up the habits that go into that system to make sure that the machine works together. Because you can't just build that in a system in one fucking day and expect it to fucking go well. It's going to take trial and error and there's going to be some things that break and you're going to have to make adjustments. Now, I work differently. That 20-minute interval bullshit, don't fucking play in my house. All right? It's work until it's fucking done. And I'll literally grind it out. When it comes down to projects that we do, like we're going to be revamping something in the academy. I'll just let you guys know right now because I want to be able to get people wins quicker. That's happening this week, all right? We have a week to make sure that the entire system is built and that it works properly. You think I'm just doing 20-minute intervals for that shit? Hell no, all right? I'm literally sitting down and busting it all out on top of all the other work I'm doing. Now, I think 20-minute intervals is good to give you your mind a little bit of a break, but I just, it doesn't work for me. I like to get into my workflow and then just work until I'm literally done for the day because if i start to take breaks then i fall out of my fucking routine and then i'm not as intentional with my actual breakdown so i love that you asked this question so who here has like adhd or has a hard time focusing raise your hand that's fucking me i have like a very very hard time focusing which is why i see pam comes back and waves me so that's why i designed the 20 minute interval work thing because it works really well so the way that i work for everybody that's tuning in don't know what that is is I'll work for 20 minute intervals i'll take like a 10 minute break i'll work for another 20 minute interval i'll take a 10 minute because like that works really well for my brain mm -hmm. That being said, I also am a big believer that that for me, Matt, is for like tasks that posting a piece of content, simple shit, getting back to my clients, replying to messages, lead generation. So like, it's almost like monotonous tasks that don't take creative flow and mm -hmm. creative power. However, when it comes to projects, let's talk about the event. Yeah. Like the event, like building the, the promotion, building the marketing schedule, building out the system, making sure that Phil was solidified, making sure that we got the venue, like. That is like, I'm moving as fast as I possibly can. And like, one of the things that me and Cole do is like, we like push our team to move faster than they Very want to. Very fucking quick. So like when we come up with an idea, it's like, if I have an idea, like we have like a team meeting every single week and we all commit to a project for the week. And like, I do the project as fast as I humanly possibly can. 
So let's say it's a, a project that requires me to do a lot of work, like a lot of backend work, or like I have to prepare a presentation. I don't work in 20 minute intervals. I work in hour long intervals. So I'll sit down for a full fucking hour, set my timer. I'll turn the world off and I'll go all in. And then I'll go in for that hour. And then I will take like a 10 minute break to drink some monster or walk around my house or just to like decompress. Sometimes I need to go for a drive to reset yes. my creative energy, but then I'm back and I'll work for another hour, especially if I don't want to. Yeah. Especially if I don't want to, because if I don't want to, that's how I know it needs to get done. So the 20 minute interval, that's just such a great question. And I'm so glad you asked because I feel like there's a lot of people that are avoiding projects right now because they're like, I don't have the time. Like, dude, I've been asked, like, I wish Kirsten was here. I've had like 12 to 16 hour workdays, Matt, but then I have a mastermind that is enrolling and I need to make sure that those students get into momentum immediately. So like I have to do two hours of work and it's 8 p.m. And I'll fucking sit down and I'll do it. And then I'll wake up at 3.30 in the morning to go to the gym because sometimes that's what it takes. So the 20 minute interval theory is like really, really good for like monotonous tasks. But if there's like a big needle mover that I know that I've been putting off, whether that be starting my podcast or, you know, work on the YouTube or the event or the mastermind or another big project, my onboarding, my kickoff call, whatever it is, I'm willing to sit. I sit down for an hour and I work. And sometimes if I feel creative and passionate, I just allow myself to get immersed. But I try not to do that immersion thing too much for me personally, because like it just sucks my creative flow for the next day. So I try to be disciplined with like those hour long intervals. Does that make sense? Got it. That's crystal clear. So just to spit it back to you. So 20 minute intervals for monotonous tasks, you know, clients, posts, ETC, and then systems, you don't stop that shit till it's done. Exactly. essentially one hour, you know, 10 minute intervals. So that's one of the three piece questions. These two are a little bit more personal, both for you and for Cole. We'll start off with Brian. So your passion, I remember last year, I think it was sometime around last year, you did mention that you were mentally committed to getting yourself into a prep where, you know, the outcome was that you're going to become an IFBB pro. Mm -hmm. I noticed that you had the mind switch. You were pretty vocal about it. I want to know, how does that sit with you? And when it comes to your personal project, just like at the start of this episode, we we're talking about, is that something you've ignored? And on the flip side for Cole, what have you replaced gaming with when it comes to your personal projects, aside from work personal projects? Mm -hmm. So take it how you like, whoever wants to answer first, I want to hear that. Yep. I'll go first. So I'm a big believer that like health, wealth, relationships, those are like my three things, health, wealth, relationships. And so last year I was heavily focused on my fitness and my wife. Those are like the two things that were like the primary focus. And like, obviously the business was important, but like it just, honestly, it was second because my wife was there. We just got married and my fitness goals came first. And I realized that I was over-focusing on fitness. And then when the free BC thing happened, it fucking just like smacked me in the face. And all of a sudden I became 75% owner of a gym. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like if this gym sinks, like now it's me, <laughs> like, you know? So that pressure caused me to over-focus on the business. So now I've got business goals that I'm committed to. And I'm not worried because I know myself well enough to know that like when the time is ready, I'll compete. And I've got like my friend, Brett Godin, good friend of you know yours as well. He's going to be stepping yeah. on stage in December and going for his pro card. I want to go see that. I know Cole's going for his card pretty soon here. So I'm like, I know that I'm around the environment long enough that it's going to rub off on me. And like, I'm not going to do it until like the fucking juice is like, boom, until it's there. It's still there and it hasn't died. I'm just not super committed to it right now. Fair game. For myself, dude, I think it was just more of like a pivot. So like, I still love gaming and it's something that I will always enjoy and I love to be able to do it like when the time is right, but it's always been a back end thing for me. And when I say back end thing for me, I mean, like when I don't have anything else going on, I'll game to like take my mind off of business because it helps me de-stress based off of everything going on in my life. But right now it's just not time. Like I've got too much happening 
on top of PG domination expanding the way that it currently is and how much random projects that we currently have going on, we have the fucking gym, which we are looking to franchise soon and everything is blowing up with that. I'm trying to start fucking Amarok Aesthetics and get it off the ground. Everything is ordered when it comes down to that. We just hired a new mentor and we're consistently traveling out of the country and I'm about to have a baby. So like for me, dude, like I don't have any free time. Like there's no fucking like, let's just take time off, do nothing type bullshit unless it's scheduled the fuck in. Like we're finally going to be able to do a vacation. Me and Julia are going to be doing like a baby moon is what it's called. And we're going to be going to Hawaii at the beginning of September before we have the baby. It's like a baby moon is considered a vacation. It's like your last vacation as a couple before you have a child. Like personal wise, like something that fills my soul. It's like little things like being in this office and like creating things like creating content that helps me get the messages from individuals that I know is helping them on a deeper level. Playing around with clothing designs when I have a couple minutes, like watching TV with Julia at the end of the night or something like that. And then just kind of like drawing designs with my fucking pen. I know I'm not a good artist, but it gives me a little bit of creative outlet because as far as like larger things like gaming or something else, I'm like, I just physically don't have the fucking time. And on top of that as well, I've leaned into my fitness a lot more as well. So being able to go through the last prep, take myself back down to incredibly low body percentage and then get my body back was very fucking important to me. Um, And I realized again, it was just like things shifted. Now, like I actually do want to make a run for my pro card eventually. Like that was always a goal of mine. I never said it out loud because I wasn't taking my fitness seriously. And now it's at like the forefront of my mind because especially with our kid coming, like I want to be like the ultimate example, the dude who's impacting millions on a continual basis. The dude with the fucking business that makes sure that that kid never has to fucking suffer. The dude who has the fucking body that when the kid looks at him, like that's the hero he sees in his mind. Fuck Superman shit. Like that's literally my burning passion right now. And I feel like that's why I'm working so hard. So as far as like backend stuff, it's all gone to me. It's just about like the business, Julia, and like fucking little tiny like passion projects, if that makes sense. Crystal clear. Thanks, Kings. Appreciate it. 100% bro. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming up. Those are good questions. I love you. Come up, you nail the question. You're like, cool, peace. And then mute. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right, I'm done. Got my answers. I'm good. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for those questions. Most welcome. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Isaiah the Great. What's up, King? How you doing, Doc? Welcome to the podcast. Yo, what's up, B-Mark? What's up, Cole? What, how y'all doing? Best day ever, bro. How are you? Hey, we here. Wait, let me, let me turn my camera off. Bro, congratulations. Um, I heard you've been having a lot of success recently. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Everything is going good. Like, I signed uh, a client yesterday. I did a CTA yesterday. It's doing good. Been going to the DM, stuff like that. I've been catching you know, the morning rise and stuff like that. Man, the, the first, I was there on the first day. Man, B-Mark, that did something to me, bro. I, man, dude, I, man, I'm grateful that you did that. It's like, and this morning, you know, I really had to start doing it outside because I didn't want to start yelling inside the house. So I had to start going outside. <laughs> I had to start going outside, you know? So, but no, yes, no, today though, the sun was shining, you know, 
I just been more grateful for like, you know, the sun, the birds chirping, the night. So I was just outside chilling, writing down my gratefuls and my thankfulness and stuff like that. And then I was outside listening to the rise. I was like, let's get it. You was like, I'm the fucking one. I was yelling that shit. I was like, let's go. Let's motherfucking let's go. Yes, bro. I fucking I was hyped up. So I thank you. And that's and just like, you know, from what you just been like coaching us lately, just telling us like, you know, we the one and just like how you just been like really getting deep up in like because man I'm telling you it's like you it was like you just kind of showed like you know like we got this unlimited power and you know we could tap into that and that was just like man you know he right because and you did and you be giving us the keys to power and I just really be grateful for that because it's just like man it'd be it'd be getting through and it's just like you know I was kind of going through like some depression at first but it was just like you know the I, like I was still like you know doing my work I was maintaining my clients you know stuff like that but it was just like I was kind of like in this run but Lately, it's like I'm here. I've been posting more. I've been posting all this week. I've been back on my morning routine, stuff like that. So, you know, I'm fired up. And Let's you know, fucking go! Yeah, I'm just glad to be here. I'm grateful, for sure. Dude, that's why the fuck we're doing it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. why the fuck we're doing it. I'm like, me and Cole had a chat. There was a post, actually. There was a post. It was like a week and a half ago that like, I made in the academy that triggered it. I was like, I read the post and I like got home and I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? I was like, what is happening? Yep. I'm like, I feel like we give so much fucking information in the academy. There's so many systems. There's so much fucking like value here. And I'm like, we can't add any more calls because it adds more overwhelm. I'm like, we can't add any more coaches because the coaches are like showing flies. So I'm just like, what are we missing? I'm like, fucking energy. I'm like, passion, intensity. Like that's what we're missing. And so like, that was the first time I did in the academy. And I was like, I went off. It was like 6 p.m. I was like, listen the fuck up. And I felt good. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to do that again. It was the yelling. The yelling got me hyped up. I was like, oh, I yeah, I flex with that. I just want to kind of share something with y'all. So, okay, so be Mark. Um, so I'm I do this full time now. Okay, yeah. so I used to be an EMT, yeah. and you know, back in November, it was you know my EMT license had expired. Yeah. So uh, my business was all I had. All I had was four clients. Be Mark. All I had was four clients, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't give a fuck what's going on. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna make this money. I made, I was only making eight, around like $800, $900 as an ENT, right? Ain't that crazy? You know, you, you out here and it was during COVID. Like, so, and bullshit. And it was just like, what I did was I stopped working like full-time. I started doing part-time because that's why I was able to like maintain my four or five clients. Yes. But, you know, when I had, when my ENT license expired, I didn't have nothing else. So I was like, y'all was all I had. It was just like, I had to believe in myself. And it was like, I pushed myself and I put in the work and I had, I had got 15 clients. I made like $3,000 within uh, two weeks. Like, well, within, oh. Yeah, within two weeks, I made, and ever since then, it's just been up for them. And then now, I'm just like, now I'm here though. And then honestly, B-Mark, I was kind of like struggling, you know, like as I was an EMT, because I was living on my own. I didn't have much support. I kind of like live in Chicago by myself. So what had happened was, man, what, what had happened was, okay, so I was like kind of behind it went like while I was working. So when I had missed the payment and stuff like that, it was already time up. You know, I had to had to go for eviction and, you know, stuff like that. But the lady told me, she was like, okay, well, if you leave before this time, it's not, you know, everything would be clear, you know, long story short. So now it's just like, I'm kind of just like, you know, staying with friends right now just to kind of like, I get back on my feet. So right now I just like, you know, feel like I just really need something to just kind of like really keep my mind up and just to really like, kind of like, you know, and I feel, and, and that's why I say I'm, you know, I'm just grateful for this like ride because it showed me that like you know this is not my ending unless I say it is so I know this is why I said you know, I was depressed because I was like going through all this shit and stuff like that and it was like you know I kept coming back to the CLA the, you know and because y'all helped me believe in myself and it's just like being close to the fire and stuff like that so if you have anything that you want to share with me just to kind of like help a brother out my thing bro is that 
I think that a lot of people view adversity as a bad thing. And I think you should be fucking thanking sweet baby Jesus that you're sleeping on the floor. I ain't joking. I love that shit. I, like how, I do. how I do. beautiful is it that you get I, I the opportunity to sleep on a floor and you're fucking impacting people's lives? You know, how cool is that? How beautiful is it that you're literally on a Zoom call right now in your fucking friend's house, you know, able to connect to mentors that are like telling you, speaking greatness into you. That's like, I love adversity, bro. Give me fucking more so that I can conquer it. You know, it's like, this is shaping you into the person that you're supposed to become. And so sleeping on the fucking floor, getting evicted. It's a beautiful thing, bro. It's beautiful. It's like amazing. I love it. I think that you should be grateful for it. And also, I think that if you can learn how to navigate life from a place of pain and consistently show up, even when it's painful, even when it hurts, even when it's hard, even when you don't want to, even when you have to drag your ass to your fucking computer, when you don't want to be there and you have the discipline to write the post, like that's when magic starts to happen. Right. Because then you become unstoppable, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, keep showing up to rise. Keep asking for fucking help. Keep fucking tuning in. Watch the replay over and over again. Dude, like the reason I'm doing rise, this, I don't know if I've talked about this yet, but by the way, shameless plug on my podcast, I'm starting a new podcast and it's going to be called Rise. It's going to be called Rise Champion actually. And I'm starting it on Friday. But the reason I'm starting the podcast is because I've listened to success motivation videos my whole life since I was like 21 years old. And I feel like I've gotten so much from those videos that it's my responsibility to give back. And so the answer is to continue to show up and seek inspiration, seek motivation, seek somebody that's going to speak fucking greatness into you. Sometimes our minds aren't speaking it to us. So we need to fucking go to an outside source, remember who the fuck we are, and then come back in and start slaying, you know? So the answer is to consistently seek inspiration and then to use that inspiration to empower yourself and then use that power to go out and serve others. Okay. And fucking keep that cycle going. Inspire, get powered, get inspired, use the power to serve others. Inspire, get power, use the power to serve others. And then the universe is going to be like, okay, you get money now. Right? Yeah. You get money because you're changing the world. You're using your power for good. You're changing people's lives. You're impacting people. Now you get money, right? Now you're good. Now you're helping. You're like moving the greater good forward. Thank you, B-Mart. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Proud of you. Good job. Thank you. I, yeah, fucking, I when you go to sleep on your friend's couch tonight, give it a fucking kiss for me. Okay. <laughs> Love this fucking couch. Mwah. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Love all of it. The adversity is beautiful, I, bro. I, I be saying that too. I, I be grateful for them and just being able to turn on water, you know, because I could be somewhere else, you know, stressed yeah. out. I said that I, I could be somewhere else, but I'm here. So I just, so I don't even like, you know, I'm grateful to be here. Cause I know that, cause like I said, I've been working on my dream boy. And I remember this one time you did a lot. You said you wrote something, a letter to yourself, like uh, I am. And I started to do that. And I've been doing like, you know, as a part of my morning routine, I do a little bit piece by piece, you know, things like that. It's like, cause I want, cause it's like trying to like write the whole perfect picture in one setting. And I feel like I could, you know, over time, I feel like, you know, I like to add like takeaway stuff like that, you know, like that, but over time though like I've just been adding to it and uh, yeah so I got that from you as well so I've just been like you know working on like you know what they say you know like getting the imagery of it you know visualizing you know, things like that yeah absolutely keep, keep going you're yeah. doing the right thing you're on the right path I'm proud of you keep going thank you you just signed a client yesterday I did yeah when you did did you go outside and you're like fucking thank you I did I was like yeah I got the phone I was I was like let's fucking go yes invite it more of it give me more of that yeah. shit please thank you very much yeah I, you good thank you thank, thank you man I appreciate you I'm proud of you last and not least Pam Campbell what's good girl hi hi okay so I kind of have 
for each of you, what is your, I'm going to say worst, because I don't have a, a better way of saying it. What's your worst habit that you have in terms of not necessarily like your relationships, more of, of your career, your work or something? What's a bad habit that you have? That's a good question. I feel like probably the worst habit I have is maybe not utilizing the people around me or asking for help enough. Cause I like, I kind of think about procrastination to a certain degree, but it's not like that's an actual habit for me. It's just something that happens sometimes. So I think it would, it would be utilizing people around me and asking for help. I tend to do a lot of things myself and I tend to just kind of block out the fucking world and then work my ass off. And it's affected a lot of relationships that I've had in the past. And I don't even mean like fucking like mine and Julia's relationship. I mean like relationships in general where like really the only people I fuck with now is like Julia Brian cursed and a couple of the really close friends because they understand the grind because I will just turn off the fucking world. I won't ask for help. I'll grind through it. I'll want to beat my fucking head off the ground. Like the other day, <laughs> Natasha came in here and I was literally laying upside down with my feet on the fucking wall with the fucking wind blowing in my face because I was super stressed out and nobody knew. She's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just, just leave me alone. It's <laughs> like laying down just because I just turn it off and it's kind of hard for me to be able to like ask those questions. So I feel like my worst habit would be prolonging my suffering because I'm sometimes too stubborn to fucking ask, if that makes sense. That'd be the first thing that comes to my mind. I can't really think of another one off the top of my head. Yeah, that makes sense. I think my worst habit is sometimes I just can't put my fucking phone down because I just love what I do so much. I think some people, when they talk about like their work, they're like, oh, like you're working so much, but it's like, I don't view it as work. It's just like, I'm like creating, I'm like serving, I'm giving, I'm helping. I like love it. And I like, I have a really hard time taking time off. Like very, very, me and Kirsten went on a honeymoon and I was, by day three, I was so fucking bored that I was like napping all day. I was, I'm not even joking and I'm not trying to be rude. And I told Kirsten afterwards, I'm like, I realized after this, like I can never be the guy that like goes on a two week vacation without my phone. That's just not who I am. And I so I, fucking, I, just went my I think I'm like, yeah, I think that it's like, that can be that bad habit in the sense that like, it wouldn't be bad if I was single, but it's bad because right. I have a wife and I have best friends. <laughs> And I will literally like, sometimes I'll go into my hole for a week and it's like, oh, it's Saturday. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? How is it Saturday? You know? So I think that my worst habit when it comes to like business slash relationships, because I think they go together is sometimes I get so immersed in my business that I forget to look up and remember that there's other people around me. I feel like that as well. I'm like, I feel like this is, I have a certain tendencies that to like fall into that as well. But I feel like a lot of business owners do to a certain degree. So I can admit that, admit that as well. Like, not being on my fucking phone when it's TV time or not being yeah. on my phone when it's like date time. But I've gotten very, very good at it lately that now I'm able to take myself away from that by being aware of who's around me. Like if I know I'm with B, like we'll converse and we'll have a good time, et cetera. But I'm like, it doesn't anger us if we're on, on our phones. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like if we need each other to pay attention to each other. He just calls me. Hey, he's like, put your fucking phone, phone down. down. And listen, he's like, oh, okay. And he puts it down and then we listen. And then vice versa too. Like if I'm not listening. But with Julia, I just give her my phone now. If it's her time, I'm like, she gets my phone. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'd be able to do four or five days off work completely. I'd go fucking crazy. But I feel like that's another habit as well. I have one more one more thing. This, this might not be a thing that you have to answer. It's going to be something more to think about maybe. 
there's a lot of masculine energy within this group, which is fine. Like I've been told I have a more masculine side, but when it comes to being a female and in sales, it's like, there's this thing about a woman to a woman selling a woman to a woman. And I know this is going to be like a limiting belief. I know you guys are going to say that I get it. But at the same time, there is this thing. And you can ask your wives that there is a thing between women and women. And, and I love all the women in the group. This is not to be like all women in 10 K Academy. I'm like, you guys are not in a part of this comment, but a lot of women are like not nice and mean. And, and, you know, there's a part of me that even though I feel like I can be tough, but I also am afraid of, of being thought of as a bitch if I'm too tough, like you guys. Mm -hmm. So there's this thing. And I was actually speaking with Janelle. This was my big Friday night talking to Janelle, (laughs) having this like long conversation with Janelle and Caleb on, on a Friday night, which was amazing. It was the best Friday night ever. But it was a really enlightening conversation because I was saying how for a woman in this environment, like it's very hard for me to talk like a mounzer and call someone a sexy hot mama, you know, like it just doesn't, it may not fly the same way. So maybe if there's like a way to kind of give us that feminine. Just spit it up, Pam. You want female female coaches and we're fucking doing it. Just fucking say it. Okay. Number one. All right. (laughs) I do not think it's a self-limiting belief to have that thought. I do think it's a self-limiting belief based off of one statement you said in there and that was like can't say feel like a like a bitch if i'm speaking hardcore who gives a fuck if somebody thinks you're a bitch wake the fuck up like that's the self-limiting belief but yeah. everything you just said that's the only thing that i didn't yeah. like that you just said yeah all right number two with that statement okay we are bringing fucking powerful women in the academy to teach the academy how to step into their power once a month from now on and we're going to cycle through the most powerful women that we know. We're not going to tell you who's actually going to be coming in for the first guest training. So just fucking just wait for it. But we're doing that based off of the feedback that we heard as well, because we get it right. Like when we, it comes down to being able to sell and everything else, there's a lot of things that we do call you guys out on when it comes down to self-limiting beliefs. But there's also a lot of things that we listen to based off of the fact that not everything is a self-limiting belief. It's just something that you guys struggle with. Yes. All right. And I get it. Like it was like Aaron last week of last pod chats. He didn't want to share his deep rooted struggle. And he thought it made him fucking weaker to share it. It's not fucking weak to share your opinion and see like where you're currently sitting at. I might pick something apart in your sentence. Like the, well, I don't want to seem like a bitch to people. Well, fuck those people. Are you kidding me? Who gives a fuck about them? But the other statement I agree with, and we're going to be rectifying that soon here because we want to bring powerful women in here to match our masculine energy with them. Right. Janelle said the same thing, just so you know. It said the exact same thing. Fuck them, but you're right about what you said. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Where all I'm going to say to that is we are bringing in coaches and I don't want to give anything else. No, we're not saying anything else. Just powerful fucking women. Get ready. It's going to be fucking fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. Next time, spit it the fuck out, Pam. Okay, we're here. You're not gonna get reamed out for just saying what's on your mind. You're like, so <laughs> like, <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> is like, just fucking say it. All right. You got it. Hey, Pam, can I ask you a question? Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you for the event? I honestly want to know what my biggest fear is. What? That like I'm gonna see both of you and start crying. Let's I go. Think, I love it. I swear, I I'm so afraid that I'm just gonna start like I'm gonna literally. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that we have a video camera on me and you when we meet so that if you do cry ugly tears, we'll capture it. For yes. Oh my God. I'm going to have ugly tears like the whole time. I'm going to have to the event next time. Yeah. Just Pam. Yeah. Literally, I'm going to have ugly tears the whole time, you guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you. I'm so excited. Let's go. All right, guys. That brings us to the end of Podchats. Pam, thank you for coming up. I appreciate you. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys got some value. What's going on today?
Um, I don't fucking know. What do you mean? What, what are we fucking doing? What are, what are you doing for the rest of the day? I don't know. Nothing. No? Working. Presume be sitting in this office all fucking day. I was going to say fucking top love. Oh yeah, touche. I was like, is there something special? I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, bro, I'm never leaving this fucking office today. I'm like, everything. I was like, tell them some shit. Okay, where do they find you, bro? Fucking the Wake Up Gold podcast or Cool Loose or something on IG and TikTok, bro. You can't put me in a spot like that. I fucked you up. I fucked you up. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day ever. We'll talk to you guys soon. Let's fucking go. Peace.